Our, our next speaker is going to give us something quite different. I'd like to introduce you to Dr. Noel Janczewska. <laughs> um, who, and Noel is a playwright, a poet, an essayist and the author of The Book of Thistles which was published with the University of Western Australia Publishing. It's part environmental history, part poetry, part unconventional memoir. She is a recipient of multiple awards, fellowships and residency, including the 2020 New South Wales Premier's Digital Award, a Queensland Premier's Literary Award, the Griffith Award, 10 Orgies, that's Australian Writers Guild's Industry Excellent Awards, and a Wyndham Campbell Wright Prize from Yale University for her body of work as a dramatist. Noelle, in association with Ros Blewett and Russell Stapleton of ABC Radio National's The History Listen, won the Digital History Prize in 2020 for their audio production, Experiment Street, The True History of a city lane. Speaking of Experiment Street, the judges admired the way that Noel combed the City of Sydney archives to unveil the social history of 19th century Piemont through changes in a single and sometimes notorious street from the earliest days of European settlement to post-World War II. The result is a richly researched and engaging story that is also a brilliant piece of intricate and expansive social history about what is, in fact, a rather small place. <laughs> Thanks, Noelle. Twenty-six of March, 1900. Dear Sir, I apply to you to inform you of a state of things which often exists in the lane, or street, as it's called, Experiment Street. Will you please send the men to fumigate my place, as the children are better of the scarlet fever? H. Gray, 64 Experiment Street. Three youths were before the Central Police Court this morning charged with riotous behaviour. They were kicking a ball about Experiment Street and annoying people in the congregational church. During a fight in a house in Experiment Street, Andrew Norgood, known in the locality as Strong Andrew, was seriously stabbed. I remember that incident. Last Saturday of November, 1920. Blood gushing everywhere. In the City of Sydney archives, there are boxes of minutes from long ago council meetings. Faded ink, paper the colour of milky coffee, a lot of correspondence about drains and such like. Um, I noticed Experiment Street when I moved to Piermont, a suburb I like to think of as one of the old, storied parts of Sydney. Its name intrigued me, and of course the name demands stories to anchor it in place. Today it's a street of back ends and entrances, see that? Um, parked cars and the past crowded out by the present, or so it seems, initially. Come dusk, it gets a bit film noirish. <laughs> the fact that it was a small, nondescript lane was what drew me in. It was where ordinary people lived, 
people whose names and lives are rarely encountered in official histories. My interests lie in the stories and experiences of women, of migrants and the marginalised. I'm interested in the smudged spaces of history. Experiment Street actually began as a poetry project. I created three female voices, what I call my fiction-based-in-fact characters. I had them living and lodging in Experiment Street. The name was the sort of key to that. And the book was set around the time of the 1917 strike. That was the plan. Much of my writing across performance, audio and print draws on research, be it fieldwork, reading or archival truffling. I find it a deeply seductive part of the writing process. Anyway, to gather background and material for this poetry collection, I went first to the City of Sydney archives, where I waded through city assessment books, directories, surveyor's maps, minutes of council meetings, and pages and pages from committees looking into matters like sewage and lighting. The first mention of Experiment Street I dug up was a road construction plan dated February 1881. I also found multiple reports of scaldings and brawls, of arrests and industrial accidents that left families destitute. I came across gossip and rumours and people, often religious figures, decrying the squalor and immorality of the residents. Experiment Street's first houses, very small workers' terraces, one up, one down, or two up, two down, were built in the 1880s and demolished in the 1930s as part of Sydney's slum clearance. In 1933, the Lord Mayor, accompanied by a police detective, visited Experiment Street and was apparently shocked by the sight of young men in striped jerseys and stockingless children. <laughs> it can be hard to stop researching and start composing. And by now my quest had expanded. I'd gathered materials, details and ideas from other archives and other sources. I had way more than I could possibly ever need for a book of poetry. And also that project was morphing into something else and is still morphing into something else, something different. I've researched and written a lot of audio works across drama and non-fiction. And I realised that the history of Experiment Street would make it a, a good audio work and ABC Radio National commissioned it. When I write an audio script, I include not only dialogue and narration and, in, and interview commentary, but also sound effects and music suggestions. Once I had the script at the right stage, what in theatre I would call the rehearsal draft, I moved into production with producer Ros Blewett and sound designer Russell Stapleton. Actors were cast. I caught the train to Nowra to record an interview with public historian Shirley Fitzgerald. And the three of us, Ros, Russell and myself, started compiling possible sound effects, music and archival footage for the production's soundscape. 
My approach to history is to use my dramatist skills to animate the archival record and evoke the era or place. To that end, I created a fiction based in fact narrator I called Lizzie Absalom. And Experiment Street is orchestrated for Lizzie Absalom, for commentary from Shirley Fitzgerald, and for three other voices, two male and one female. The lines in the script, with the exception of those spoken by Lizzie Absalom, are all drawn directly from the historical record, albeit edited for concision and clarity. In Before the Revolution, American historian Daniel K. Richter discusses layered pasts, a geology of different cultural seams where earlier strata remain beneath the surface to sculpt the contours of the present. When you walk down Experiment Street, you can see the patterns of the past, traces that remain in names, in layouts and Art Deco remnants, in the weed species that sprout in cracks in brickwork and paving. The history of Experiment Street exists in archival documents, yes, but also in neighbourhood folklore, in street trees and repurposed buildings, and in stories like that of 18-year-old Joyce Howe, her Indian merchant seaman fiancé, Fazil Saad, and the 1931 wedding that never was. At the time the ceremony was scheduled to take place, Joyce was staying with friends of the groom, the Fuzzledads. Mrs Daisy Fuzzledad from Hay in western New South Wales and her husband William from Royal Pindi in what is now Pakistan lived at number 16 Experiment Street. Early Australia was never as Anglo-Celtic as is often assumed, as narrowly Anglo-Celtic as is often assumed, and I'm always interested in those footnotes and asides that reveal that. For various reasons, if you listen to Experiment Street, you'll find out why, Joyce and Fuzzle's marriage never took place. And unfortunately, there was no happy ending for Joyce, for Joyce's story. She was arrested, charged with vagrancy, and taken to the shadows of Long Bay to save her from herself. On that rather sombre note, I shall stop and encourage you to go at some point to the ABCRN site for the History Listen and download and listen to Experiment Street. Thank you.